0: you up here, the only thing about it is just staying up there. Hmm, that's facts. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me and my brothers been fighting together, glitch go, when I got some shit to address, I don't need no zip code, big goals. She said, am I really this cold? Her- Welcome, welcome, welcome. I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. This is the man, the myth, the legend, Jalen Hunter. And if you would do me a favor, please subscribe to whoever you're listening, please subscribe to whoever you're watching. It definitely means a lot to me. But what we'll start is honesty. Let's 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 have an honest conversation, man. Like an honest conversation. So Matt Ryan, former Quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons gets traded to the Colts. Uh, he's a former MVP, led the Atlanta Falcons to a Super Bowl, which, of course, we know about the 28-3. And let me just let me first talk about this trade from the Atlanta Falcons aspect. First, I want to say shouts out to both the Atlanta Falcons and, the, and Matt Ryan, because one thing that you saw is Atlanta did it right. You don't see that a lot because, of course, usually companies or or NFL or, or teams they want to they try to put their best interest first. And while you could have got a lot more for Matt Ryan, I think they trade him for like a third round pick or something like that. Um, they did what was best for him, which was. Send him to a team where he can contend, which is Indy. But let's talk about let's talk about Matt Ryan in Atlanta for a second. I heard hmm, several things. Now I heard a lot of people, a lot of excitement coming from this from this trade. A lot of people thank you know thank God Matt Ryan's finally gone, or we couldn't do nothing with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's trash. Matt Ryan's been garbage. Matt Ryan. This Matt Ryan that Matt Ryan's cooked Matt wa- Matt Ryan's washed up Matt Ryan's terrible let me let me put on a true perspective of Matt Ryan's tenured in Atlanta the, the I have said this before and Atlanta is no different fans which is of course short for fanatic have a have a have an irrational belief or irrational feeling for their team or irrational glasses for their team. I'm be uh, let's let me be honest about what Matt Matt Ryan is still a good quarterback. What Matt Ryan was doing, however, and what he, I don't think that he's able to do anymore is he was taking less talented rosters and making them better. You can be good at something, but you may not be good enough to take a roster that is not good and elevated, i.e. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson was so good that he was taking a poor roster, that is the Houston Texans, and and raising them up to a level that they played in in the playoffs games and, and was even up like 20 points against the Kansas City Chiefs one year. Deshaun Watson's talent was so good, you were able to overlook the fact that Houston is a terrible, terrible roster. I mean, terrible, terrible, you know, yeah, roster. And you saw the year that he didn't play, how bad they looked. Or the two years that he didn't play, how bad they looked. I'm not saying that the Kansas City Chiefs is a bad roster. But the but Patrick Mahomes is, is so good that he's able to take a roster and and elevate it. Even if they're bad. And again, I'm not saying the Kansas City Chiefs roster is bad. But that's how good Patrick Mahomes is. Cam Newton was like that in 2015, while the Panthers' defense was incredible. The year that, of course, they went, what, 15-1 and they lost in the Super Bowl. Cam Newton that that look at the receiver that he, I think look at the receivers that he was throwing to. But Cam Newton was so dynamic and that defense was so good that He was able to take the roster and 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 level and level it up. Matt Ryan is still a good quarterback. Matt Ryan still has a cannon of an arm. If you look, even though I think they finished what seven and ten, he still had like a ninety passer rating. Uh, I think he had like twenty to twenty or twenty something touchdowns to like twelve interceptions. Matt Ryan is still a good quarterback. The problem is and what 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 Atlanta Falcons fans don't really understand or some of them don't understand is he's not good enough to elevate that roster because if you look at that roster it is a horrible roster. And honestly, they haven't been good in some time. Guess you've had Julio Jones, but Julio Jones has been in and out the injury I mean in and out the the lineup for a while now due to injury, which is actually the biggest reason why why the Tennessee Titans cut him. He hasn't been able to stay healthy for a while now. Of course, Calvin Ridley—we know about the gambling thing, which happened last year—but of course, Calvin Ridley has been a little un- inconsistent. He's been good. Do not get me wrong; I'm not here bashing Calvin Ridley, but he—he's—he hasn't been a number one. Now, of course, he hasn't had to be with Julio Jones, but like I just said, Julio Jones been in and out the lineup. They had—they've whiffed on on running backs. They have Kyle Pitts, but before Kyle Pitts, they whiffed on tight ends outside of Tony Gonzalez. Atlanta, their defense has been god-awful. Like, yes, you had Dan Quinn, who was the coach and who was a defensive-minded coach, uh, was, you know, the architect behind the Legion of Boom, but they were terrible. Atlanta has been bad for a while. And Matt Ryan is not good enough to take a bad roster and 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 bring them up and elevate them to be good. Is is Matt Ryan still a good quarterback? Yes. And I think it was a win-win for both the uh the Atlanta Falcons and the Indianapolis Colts. And we'll talk about that in a second, but do I think Matt Ryan is still a good quarterback? Yes. I think Matt Ryan is really good. I just think being what 30 37 38 years old, he is not able to elevate a roster he's able to be good he's matt ryan in my opinion is in that boat where there there a lot has to be right a lot has to be right for him to succeed the offensive line has to be good the you have to have a, a good solid pieces good solid weapons you have to have a good defense that's the realm that i think matt ryan is at is in at this point of his career but he's still a good quarterback. Now, do I think him going to Indy is like Tom Brady going to the Bucs? No. Do I think that him going to Indy is like Matt Stafford going to the Rams? No. Like, Meaning, do I think that with Matt Ryan going to Indianapolis, it's just an automatic championship? Of course not. But I do think that Indy is a a great place for him, which is why I said in the beginning that I appreciate what Atlanta did because Atlanta could have sent that man anywhere. But they sent him to the place where he wanted to be, where and it was a good, it was a good place to go, which is Indy. But I said it was a win-win because Atlanta was able. I feel like that relationship is ran its course. Atlanta and Matt Ryan, they were able to trade him. They get I think a third-round pick, and they brought in Marcus Mariota. They under, I think they understand that Marcus Mariota is not the long-term solution. And shout out to Marcus Mariota, man. But He's not the long-term solution. Matt, Marcus Mariota isn't leading any team to a Super Bowl, and they also know that Atlanta still has a bad roster. Yes, you have Cordell Patterson who plays like five positions. Yes, you have Kyle Pitts, but outside of that, you don't really have anything. So, they, you know, they understand that they're not really working with a lot. So you you get a you get a vet, you know, get a veteran in Marcus Mariota, you get a, a draft pick and you're able to move off of Matt Ryan like that it's, it's a win-win uh and of course Matt Ryan and now we'll talk about Matt Ryan and the Indianapolis side of things Indy has been trying for a minute to Indy has had that belief that they're just a quarterback away and they've had that they've had that belief for a minute, which is why they go with a you know they they had they felt like they've been a quarterback away, honestly, since a couple years after uh Andrew Luck retires, which is why they bring in Phillip Rivers, which is why they bring in Carson Wentz, and now which is why they bring in Matthew Stafford. I mean not Matthew Stafford, I apologize. Bring in Matt Ryan. Do they know that Matt Ryan do, do I think that Matt Ryan can can win a team a Super Bowl? Uh, at this stage of his career, no. And I think that the, the Indianapolis Colts know that. But I think Indianapolis Colts, <laughs> Matt Ryan, in my opinion, at this point, is better than Carson Wentz. I know that's crazy to say. But he's better than Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz is so reckless. You don't know. C- Carson Wentz's highs are extremely high. And that's the difference. Boom, right there. That's, I just thought of it. That's the difference between Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz highs are so high. Matt Ryan's highs are really high. I mean, again, he's an MVP, a former MVP. He led the 2016 Falcons to the uh, Super Bowl. They did lose, but they, at least they got there. Carson Wentz's highs are so high. Can't, uh, Matt Ryan's highs are so high. The, pro- the difference between Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz is the lows. Matt Ryan has some lows, yes. Yes, he has some high turnover games, but Matt Ryan's lows are nowhere close to as bad Carson Wentz can be. And when you're a franchise that feels that they're good enough to win a Super Bowl with the roster that they have and all they need is a quarterback, you do not want someone that is so drastically inconsistent. Think about it. Again, we go back to it like I talked about the last or what last episode or two episodes ago, whatever. You had two games. You needed one to make it to a playoff. With a team that has DeForest Buckner, with a team that has Jonathan Taylor, with a team that has uh, Darius Leonard, with a team that has um, Michael Pittman, you are one. You need one game out of two. I understand losing to the Raiders, but you you have Jacksonville, and it wasn't even close. And that is the time when you saw a horrible Carson Wentz. All I'm saying is Matt Ryan is an improvement. Is 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 an improvement from what the Colts have had as far as Carson Wentz, which is why I'm so wary on Carson Wentz going to. I said this before. If Carson Wentz is your quarterback, you are not a Super Bowl caliber team. I and I, I don't think Matt Ryan makes Indianapolis a Super Bowl uh, caliber team or Super Bowl winning team. But Matt Ryan is a step up from. Carson wins, and it's a step up clearly from Phillip Rivers. So I think that it's a win win on both sides. Atlanta, you get off of Matt Ryan in that contract, you get a you get Marcus Mariota and now you're able to really understand that. Yeah, we're, we're starting over. Matthews or uh, Matt Ryan, you go to an Indianapolis Colts team that not only needs a quarterback, but you fit in perfectly with it. I think it's I think it's good. I don't think you're gonna see the two thousand sixteen Matt Ryan. I just don't think that's there anymore. But I do think that Matt Ryan is still a good quarterback. Again, his he had a pass rating of ninety last year, which is which is still good, especially with if you look at who he what he had. He only had one target. And that was a, a rookie tight end. Don't get me wrong, Kyle Pitts is good, but a rookie tight end was his only target. So, shouts out to uh, Matt Ryan, shouts out to the Colts, shouts out to Atlanta. Which brings us to topic number two. What happened? I don't know if you guys remember, but Deshaun Watson was traded to uh, to Cleveland. And Cleveland already has a quarter or already had a quarterback, which was Baker Mayfield, former number one overall pick out of Oklahoma. Which then prompted uh the you know Baker Mayfield saying he wants you know, of course he wants a trade and we'll, the the Cleveland Browns will offer will offer said trade or except said trade, just go find a trade partner, this and a third. We sit here today. And and, and Baker Mayfield is still on the Cleveland Browns. And we heard Baker Mayfield said he wanted to go to Indianapolis. Indianapolis then turns around and, like I said, gets Matt Ryan. Well, then they say, okay, they get Matt Ryan. Maybe he can go to Atlanta. Well, no, Atlanta gets um, Marcus Mariota. Okay, maybe not Atlanta. Maybe Maybe he can go to New Orleans. New Orleans then signs uh signs Jameis Winston to a two-year deal. Okay, maybe maybe not New Orleans. Let's let's try the Panthers. Well, the Panthers go and say that they're out on Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is not a bad quarterback. Baker Mayfield is not – Baker Mayfield, I'm starting to put now – Baker Mayfield had an incredible rookie season. I think he had like 20-plus touchdowns. He had an incredible rookie season. Um, I think he also had an a incredible follow-up season. I think that's the first year they they beat a team or they, they went to the playoffs and, of course, uh, beat the Steelers. But Baker Mayfield, is starting to, he's starting to put himself in the category that I put Carson Wentz's. Now, do I think Baker Mayfield at this point is better than Carson Wentz? Yes. But the category that I'm talking about is if Baker Mayfield is your starting quarterback, you are not a a, a championship team. Put the injuries aside. Because I think the injuries are a big part of this. Put the injuries aside for a second. Look at all the things that come with Baker since being in the league. Baker has, uh, we we saw the, the the relationship with Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. Baker Mayfield has gone back and forth with, now he has had a lot of coaches, but he's gone back and forth with every single coach that he's had. Hell, and Kevin Stefanski won Coach the Year in, went back and forth. He's had squabbles with the media. He's had squabbles with other t- with other players. He has a thousand and one progressive or is it progressive commercials. He has more progressive commercials than he has uh franchise wins. All that matters to an organization if you are Not a top 10 quarterback, which Baker Mayfield is not. That is called baggage, people. In the NFL, that's called baggage. Now, you're probably asking yourself, well, Jay, you talk about baggage. I do. I do talk about baggage. Talk about baggage, and you're saying that Baker Mayfield has baggage, which is true. You know who else has baggage? Deshaun Watson. Hell, Deshaun Watson has <laughs> has a heavier carry-on bag than Baker Mayfield at this point with the whole 22 allegations. 22 sexual allegations at that. So you're telling me that Deshaun Watson's baggage is 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 not as bad as Baker Mayfield, you know, not throwing the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. or having squabbles with coaches some of which are not even in the league anymore. No, I'm not saying that what Deshaun Watson's doing is or what Deshaun Watson has been alleged to do is not as serious as what Baker Mayfield, clearly not. But I've said this time and 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 time again. Talent supersedes anything. Hell, don't don't look at don't 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 listen to me if you don't want to. Look listen look at the look at the proof. Look at I promise you, Deshaun Watson would not see another field in the league ever again if he was not. A top five quarterback at best, and still in his prime. Hell, look at everything that's gone on with Antonio Brown, and they're still talking about he has a really good shot of being on a on a roster next year. Baker Mayfield comes with a lot of baggage, but his talent has not backed up said baggage. Now, do I think that, again, his baggage is, is, should be you know equivalent to what Deshaun Watson's going through? No. But he's not as talented as Deshaun Watson either, and that I don't understand how people still don't get. The NFL doesn't care about none of that. They just care about talent. Do I think that Baker Mayfield will 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 be traded out of Cleveland? I don't know because they're in a bad spot. Cleveland and Desha- and Baker's in a bad spot. People know that they want that Baker wants out of Cleveland, and people know that Cleveland does not want Baker Mayfield. I e they just got Deshaun Watson. So if I'm a team, if I'm a team like Seattle that needs a quarterback, if I'm a team like. I don't know let's just say Seattle If I'm a team like Seattle that needs a quarterback Why Would I trade you something Why would I trade You for a player that I know doesn't Want to be there that may very Well get cu- get cut Especially when you look at his contract And Injury history So what a team Would do is they'll just wait it out because we know un- un- unless, you know, unless some foreseen thing where Baker Mayfield has to put on a, you know, has to put on the Cleveland jersey again, which I don't think he'll ever do again. There's no reason for keeping Baker Mayfield, so you're going to cut him. Because you're not going to find someone that would trade for you do I think Baker Mayfield is better than what Tua Tagovailoa yes do I think that Baker Mayfield is better than Zach Wilson yes do I think that Baker Mayfield is better than Carson Wentz yes do I think Baker Mayfield is better than Daniel Jones yes do I think Baker Mayfield is better than a lot of quarterbacks in the league yes but is he a top 10 quarterback no and does he come with top 10 quarterback accolades no but he comes with some baggage and teams are starting teams notice that so I I'm not Baker Mayfield's in a weird spot. A former over 5 years later I think. Yeah, 5 years later, former number 1 overall pick is more than likely going to start the season next year as a backup. Unless he goes to Seattle, which I don't think. I mean, with with Baker's arm limitations, that that the weather in Seattle is not ideal, so you're gonna want him to either go to a now, that's also Cleveland too, but he, I mean, Clay. I think he leads the league since he's been in the league in like fourth quarter interceptions. And for people that keep saying, "Well, Baker Mayfield is tough," yo, the the <laughs> he's injured this. Well, he was recovering from injury right now, but the the play. That he got injured on was an interception. So I don't know about you know bigger. Again, I I don't think he's terrible. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I do think that he needs to get better in clutch situations, and I do think that teams are hesitant to not only. Tr- trade him due to the or trade for him due to the fact that he's he brings and he's a lot to deal with and there's also a level of you know why would we give up something if at the end of the day his time in Cleveland is pretty much done so it's a matter of time there's not a lot of teams that are looking actively looking for a quarterback because there's not a lot of top ten quarterbacks, not a lot of yeah, not a lot of top ten quarterbacks that just become available. You don't see <laughs> you don't see a lot of Deshaun Watson's available. You don't see a lot of Russell Wilson's available. You don't see a lot of Aaron Rodgers available. And for people that say, But wait, Aaron Rodgers has baggage too. Aaron Rodgers is a cut two is a four time MVP, two consecutive times back to back just now. So, yeah, I don't know where Baker Mayfield will land. I just think that it's a it, it, it's, I in my opinion, it's kind of like the Ben's for for lack of a better term, and, and there are s- loose similarities to Ben 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 Simmons uh, in Philly, and what I mean by that is. I just couldn't see a scenario where Ben Simmons put on a Philadelphia jersey ever again. And I and I feel the same way. I just don't see how Baker Mayfield puts on a Cleveland Browns jersey ever again, especially after, you know, not only Deshaun Watson, them actively uh, recruiting Deshaun Watson, when Baker Mayfield is the quarterback, by the way, um, and Baker Mayfield doing that long, heartfelt uh, goodbye or whatever that was to the fans. For, for then Baker Mayfield to request a trade for them to then say no. And then maybe a day later, they 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 give Deshaun Watson the most ever fu- fully guaranteed contract in two hundred and thirty million dollars. Then go back to Baker Mayfield and say, yeah, man, you really you, you said you want that trade? Yeah, go find that. We got you. We got you. I know we said no the first time, but we didn't have Deshaun." I just don't. I don't see Baker coming back. It's it's hard for me to see that. So I am interested to see where he goes, though. So we'll have to see. Let's move forward. So there has been a lot of free agency moves and a lot of trades, and of course, it's still going on. So, uh, you know, there there's still big name free agents out there like Bobby Wagner. Um, I know I just saw Zendaria Smith sign with the Vikings. I know Odell Beckham Jr. Is still out there so is uh tyron matthew so there's there's still big names that can be had in the in the free agency market uh but what i wanted to do is for right now for right now again i know moves are still happening but for right now i want to do my top 10 teams in the league after or during this free agency point like from this point who are the top 10 teams now of course we're still very early in the offseason. There's still a lot of free agency moves to be had, a lot of trades that can be had. So all this can change. Like, nobody in their mama saw, well, nobody except for them, saw Devontae Adams getting traded. You know what I'm saying? So all this can change. But as of right now, as of today, Saturday, I mean, no, Wednesday, March 23rd, this is my top 10 teams in the NFL after the free agency. And number 10, I have Green Bay. The only... <laughs> Reason why I have Green Bay at number ten is because of Aaron Rodgers. You still have the best well, you still have the quarterback that that won the MVP last year two consecutive times actually. Uh you still have Aaron Jones, you still have Preston Smith. You just have some pieces. Um, but you have Aaron Rodgers. I do think that losing Devontae Adams was huge. Um, of course, I mean he's he's arguably the best wide receiver in the game, which is actually why I have them at ten. Losing him is is huge. Now I do understand that they have a couple draft picks, uh, and they're gonna this is a quarter or wide receiver rich draft. But again, I'm under the impression, yo, see if you can get something for a DK Metcalf, man. They just gave up Russell Wilson. So see if you can get something for him. See if you can get something for I a a, a a I don't know, maybe a Adam Thielen or something. I just I just don't see a quarterback I mean a wide receiver in this elite, in this draft, and there's great wide receivers. But I just don't see a wide receiver in this draft that's gonna give you even close to the same amount of production that Devontae Adams gives you. Maybe you sign a Odell Beckham Jr., who knows? I just you know, I, I I would just be very wary about that that draft. I know you're going to get a tight end because you Robert Tanya and an injury and everything, but I don't know. But I have Green Bay at number ten. At number nine, I have Vegas. I have Vegas because all we've we've said for a while, all if Derek Carr had a number one receiver, he it'd be so much better for him. It'd be so much better for the Vegas Raiders. Well, now he has that. He has Devontae Adams. He has Devontae Adams. He has a really good complimentary piece with Devontae Adams and Darren Waller. He has another complimentary piece in Hunter Renthrow. He has Josh Jacobs. This offense is loaded. The defense is still a little to be desired. Yes, you have Max Crosby, who's great. Uh, but it still leaves a less to be desired So I think they're still going to make some moves If they can uh, Especially after that huge Devontae Adams contract But I, 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 I mean a year ago They went to the playoffs They did ultimately lose to the, the Cincinnati Bengals But it was they were pretty much a play away And I'm I'm very interested to see Because I, I, I'm high on Derek Carr I think a lot of people kind of look at Derek Carr The same way they look at uh, Matt Ryan but i'm pretty high on Derek carr and i just think that Derek carr needed a number one receiver because he didn't have that and now he has that Devonte adams so i have the vegas raiders at number nine number eight i have denver i denver to my in my opinion can be a lot higher i just need to see how they look with um i need to see how they look with with russell wilson um I, I do think giving up Noah Fant was big, but again, you get Russell Wilson. You still have Judy. You still have Sutton. You still have Patrick Sertan the second on the defense. They they have some really good pieces. They have a good offensive. Well, their offensive line doesn't need a little bit more improvement. But I you know I'm still a little wary, and I still want to see what Denver looks like. But you got the big fish. You got Russell Wilson. And before I've the teams that I've seen, you know, above them. I've seen, so I do again. Denver definitely has a has an option or has the potential to move up clearly because to me, a team that has Russell Wilson, a team that has Russell Wilson is this loaded, has to be in the Super Bowl conversation. So um, I have Denver number eight, number seven. I have Baltimore. I I mean I've seen Lamar Jackson at his best. Uh, well actually I've seen Lamar Jackson as his best so far because he could definitely improve. The the questions still still linger as far as you know are they going to be able to get a number one receiver? Can Rashad Bateman be that number one receiver? But they were just decimated with injuries last year, like decimated from the entire wide or running back core to you know this Marcus Peters to Marlon Humphreys towards the end. They they were just decimated and. There's just no way I can see you getting that hurt again. Um, And even with that, Lamar Jackson was incredible until Lamar Jackson got hurt. So I just... I want to see, you know, they did get homie from the Saints, the the safety from the Saints. So I think that was a good pickup. And see what happens with the draft. See if they make any moves. Of course, is Lamar Jackson going to get a contract extension? I don't know. But I do... And I do think that they need to make more moves, but they still have... Again, Marcus Peters is still good when healthy. Marlon Humphreys is still good when healthy. And Lamar Jackson is still Lamar Jackson. I think people like to um, unfairly criticize him for a lot of things. But again, when he was healthy, the, the Ravens were the number one team in the AFC. So I had Baltimore at seven. At six, I had the L.A. Chargers. I have them at six because you still don't know about the coach. You still don't know about the coach and if he is a good coach or not. But if you look at these pieces, man, Justin Herbert is incredible. Austin Eckler is incredible. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, um, uh, and the, the, they had to me they probably had the best. Honestly, they had the best off. Uh, they had the best free agency so far because you got while they they didn't get. The biggest fishes, of course, in free agency, they got the pieces that they needed the most, in my opinion. You get JC Jackson, who was incredible for for the Patriots, who's a Pro Bowler, and you also get Khalil Mack. Well, no, Khalil, I don't know if Khalil Mack is who he used to be, but that could be due to injury. That could be due to what he, you know, playing in 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 Chicago. That's tough to do. So, but you get Khalil Mack, and you get JC Jackson, and those were his biggest. That, that that was the biggest problems for the Chargers last year. They couldn't they couldn't really stop anybody, and but that was also due to the fact that you know, uh, Derwin James and Joey Bosa they were in out the lineup with injury. So you pair Derwin James, Jimmy Joey Bosa, with Khalil Mack and and J C Jackson. That, like, come on now. And, of course, the, the the piece that you have on the offense with Justin Herbert, I do want to see more consistency from Justin Herbert because there are games where he looks incredible and he's a really good quarterback. Then there are games, like, against the Ravens when they were at the Ravens where he, <laughs> he looked god-awful. Now, again, I st- he's still a young quarterback, so I still think that's, you know, that's going to come with maturity. But I have the Chargers at number six. I think they had the best free agency so far um you can you can, no? i think they're the best for free agency so far so number five i have cincinnati i have cincinnati one because they just went to the super bowl two they address they're addressing needs that they i told you this whole i told you marcus spears told you every single person on nfl nfl tv on espn on cbs sports on fox sports everyone has told you the cincinnati Bengals have to focus on this the offensive line that's it you get Lonel, Uh, you get Lionel from the um from the Cowboys. They 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 have addressed. They they they've been addressing their offensive line. I think you get Homeboy from uh the Patriots. They're doing what they need to do, and I do think that being a number 5 honestly is more respect to the fact that they just went to zoo bowl cuz I do think that there are some problems with Cincinnati but again their biggest problem they're addressing which is their offensive line and you still have Joe Burrow, you still have Joe Mixon, you still have uh you know Jamar Chase, you got some really good pieces so I have uh Cincinnati at number 5. Number 4 I have Tampa Bay. You get <laughs> Tampa Bay going into free agency did not know they were they were they were um, they didn't know they didn't have a quarterback Tom Brady just retired they didn't have a quarterback they did not really have a direction they didn't even know who their quarterback was uh, going to be and you get Tom Brady back with Tom Brady you resign uh you know Leonard Fournette you get Chris Godwin uh, another a contract extension it's looking like they're going to resign Rob Gronkowski you you get the band back together now One reason why I have them number four, and I'm a little hesitant is because they, I know they just got a guard from, I forgot where he came from, but they still need to, they still need to figure their guard situation out. They don't really have a, they don't, they, they lost pretty much their entire offensive line, not the entire, but most of their offensive line, they, they pretty much lost it. So they need to get that back. And of course, there's still a slew of free agents that they have to try to resign, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, But you get Tom Brady back and Tom Brady, even like you look last year, Tom Brady, what finished second in MVP, like that's how good he was. And honestly, you can credit a lot of their lose, or you can credit them losing to the Rams last year to the fact that they didn't have their offensive line was hurt and they didn't have, you know, their his their number one receiver, which was in fact, they really didn't have anybody on the receiver outside of Mike Williams. But. Or Mike Evans. Chris Godwin was gone. We know about Antonio Brown. So I have Tampa Bay at number four. I I do think that they need to figure out their uh, offensive line situation. But I have them at number four. You still have Tom Brady. At number three, you have the L.A. Rams. Um, You did just trade Robert Wood to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, You also re-sign Max Stafford to a huge contract. You do lose Von Miller, which I think was huge. I think it was big losing Von Miller, uh, seeing as how important Von Miller was, especially in the playoffs. But you're gonna try to you're, you're you're working diligently from what they've been what they've said. And if you lose Aaron Donald, this this changes everything. But you still have Aaron Donald. You have Matthew Stafford. You have Cooper Cup. You bring in Allen Robinson, which was a huge pickup because I think Allen Robinson is good enough to be a number one receiver. Uh, for a team it's just he was playing on a on a bears team which didn't have consistency as far as quarterback play i think it's huge i do i do want to see what they do with odell beckham jr if they bring him back like i said they just traded robert wood um and i don't know if they'll bring back odell beckham jr uh due to the fact that again you have robert wood you have van jeff van jefferson you have cooper cup i don't know but they did just win a Super Bowl. And a lot of the pieces that won them the Super Bowl are still there. Now there are big pieces that aren't, i.e. Von Miller. But yeah, I have uh I have the LA Rams at three. At two have the Cincinnati Cincinnati Chiefs. Cincinnati Chiefs. I have the Kansas City Chiefs. I do think losing Tyron Matthew is huge, but I also think getting Jordan Reed is big. Um, and you didn't really lose many pieces. They might lose Robinson, the wide receiver, but when you have Travis Kelsey, when you have Patrick Mahomes, when you have uh, uh, Tyreek Hill, oh, and you get Juju Smith Schuster. I think that I think that you're still a, you're still a good team. You get Chris Jones back, uh, Shaq Barrett. Like you, I'm not Shaq Barrett. Um, Frank Frank Clark, you're good. Um, I think that. Oh, and they re- they re signed um, Orlando Brown. Which is huge for that offensive line. So I have Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, Kansas City Chiefs didn't make it to the play, didn't make it to the Super Bowl because they 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 just fell apart in all overtime. Um, so overtime in the AFC Championship. So I I think that I have Kansas City Chiefs at two. And number one, I have Buffalo. I have the Buffalo Bills. Now I could be very high on the Buffalo Bills, but. The biggest issue that Buffalo had was they could not stop teams at the big moments. Hell, again, we talk about overtime with Cincinnati and Kansas City Chiefs. You can go back to the game before Kansas City Chiefs and Buffalo and the overtime. They couldn't get the stop. They couldn't get to Patrick Mahomes. Well, you bring on Von Miller, who, while I think the the L.A. Chargers had the best free agency period so far, I think the biggest probably the best signing free agency wise was von miller to buffalo because he addresses their direct need um and yeah man it's gabriel davis and 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 stefan diggs and dawson dawson nicks this is a great team man. and and to me they the afc is 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 while the the Buffalo Bills didn't make a lot of free agency moves, they made, in my opinion, one of the biggest, and that was signing Von Miller to the six year deal, and because it addressed exactly what they need at the time. And Von Miller is a beast, and they were again there were two they were two games. It's just the Kansas City Chiefs, man. They have not been able to get over the Kansas City Chiefs, but they've been incredible. So I have I have Buffalo at number one. Those are my top 10 teams. Uh, let me know what you think. Let me know if I left some teams out. There's some really good teams that, like Indy, in my opinion. I still want to see what happens with Matt Ryan. But, you know, I left Indy. I left Dallas out. Dallas is losing everybody. I mean, losing Randy. Gregory, they did sign some couple people, but they lose, you know. And I totally forgot. Denver has Amari Cooper. So... um, is it Denver? Yeah. So, no, it's Cleveland. I didn't even put Cleveland in there. And I think Cleveland is – is a, I do want to see what they look like with Deshaun Watson. The only reason why I didn't put them in is I don't know when Deshaun Watson is going to play. He could be suspended the entire year next year. We don't know. So, that's why I haven't put Cleveland in. But that's a, that's, that's a team that could definitely be in there. Let me know who your top ten is. Let me know who you think I left out. So, let's move forward. Ah, good old March Madness. (laughs) Good old March Madness, man. You know, it's... I question sometimes, because I do it too, so I'm not like frowning upon anybody. But I question sometimes why the hell that we get so fascinated in making brackets and doing these tournament challenges and this, that, and the third when... Damn near everyone's bracket is done by day one, you know what i'm saying it's 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 always funny to me, but it's fun i'm not I'm not here like busting busting chops or busting dreams it's fun, and there have been some incredible games that we've seen so far, man I mean, and incredible upsets i mean we we, we if we talk about the men's side for right now we we see what's going on with saint Peter's shouts out to jersey uh I mean, think about it. Who would have thought that moving if you look at the if you look at the East, who would have thought that the the Sweet 16 would be would have UCLA going against North Carolina. North Carolina beating Baylor, which hey, I'm a North Carolina fan. That's, that wasn't man, I I'm a North Carolina fan and uh watching that game definitely took some years off my life, man. I was so Yo, North Carolina was almost on the wrong – actually, they were on the wrong side of history. They just – they they blew a 25-point lead in the second half, by the way. You know, once Brady Manick went out uh, with the ejection, once Caleb Love went out with fouling out, it, it was looking bad. But shouts out to R.J. Davis. I think he had, like, 30 points, man. Shouts out to you, my guy. But, man, my <laughs> – Baylor came back from 25 down so fast. <laughs> I just knew. Once once they came back and once they went to overtime, I just knew Baylor was going to win. You have all the momentum. North Carolina lost two of their three best players. Two of their four best players, because I'm not going to disrespect um, R.J. Davis at this point. They lost two of their four best players, one of which... Uh Brady manic was going on to have like a forty point he was at twenty six points going crazy, and then the just collapse happened and I just knew going into overtime that North Carolina was going to lose that game I just knew it i was I was down bad man I, but they 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 came on back and won um St Peter's beating Murray state i mean. Iowa State beating LSU and Wisconsin. Miami going on to beat Auburn, who I projected, who was one of my teams that I projected to go on and win it all. It was either Auburn or Arizona for me. And, you know, bada bing, bada boom. Michigan beating Tennessee. And I said this, even though the Gonzaga did beat Memphis, I said Memphis and, and Michigan are playing right now, or we're playing right now, how we thought they would play the whole entire year, which is why I think going into the season, Michigan was like ranked fourth going in. So it's it's exciting, man. The sweets are the, the the sixteen teams still remaining is Gonzaga, Arkansas, Texas Tech, Duke, um, North Carolina, UCLA, Purdue, St. Peter's, uh, Iowa State, Miami, Kentucky, Providence, not Kentucky, I'm sorry, Kansas, Providence, Michigan, Villanova, Arizona, and Houston. And honestly, when I look at all those, I look at all those matchups. I can see every single person losing. I can, I mean, I can see Saint Peter's beating Purdue. They shouldn't, but I can see it. I can see. I mean, I got North Carolina winning. What's up? <laughs> but I can. I can. I hope. I mean, I'm a no. Never mind. I can. It's, it's been interesting, man. And on the women's side, boy, oh boy, you talking about <laughs> you talking about upsets in the men's. Good God. Baylor losing? Baylor losing on the women's side to South Dakota? Like. Oh, hit your free for hit your free throws. Men, women, anybody. Hit your free throws. Belmont should have beat Tennessee, but they didn't. Because they the girl couldn't hit the couldn't hit her free throws. Ah uh, Iowa losing to Creighton. North Carolina beating Arizona Now South Carolina They've been destroying people No that's a lie They haven't been destroying people But they, well they have been destroying people But on the defensive side They haven't really scored that well I think they've been scoring like 29% last two games But uh Their defense has been incredible man So is Stanford's Oh and Maryland <laughs> Maryland its <sighs> LSU got destroyed by Ohio State I don't know if anybody saw that LSU got destroyed by Ohio, by by Ohio State. Now, I should have known because LSU damn near lost to Jackson State. Shouts out to Jackson State. You know, shouts out to them women, HBCU, shouts out. But LSU should have lost to Jackson State, but they didn't. So I should have known something was coming in, and, and Ohio State destroyed them. Uh, Notre, Notre Dame beat the dog-ish out of Oklahoma. Like this, this year has been crazy. UCF should have beat UConn. They just folded. It's, it's been, a, it's been a crazy year, man. It's been a crazy, this has probably been one of the more exciting, uh, tournaments. Cause while, I mean, on the both, on both sides, um, the number ones are still there. Like it's the NC state, uh, in South Carolina, Louisville and Stanford, and there are still there's only one there's only two twos left, uh, which is Texas and Yukon. Baylor did lose, like I said, and um well, Iowa lose, lost. But this has been a very exciting, uh, very exciting Marsh Madness, man, for both men's and women's. Like you we're getting spoiled with really good basketball. Uh so yeah, man. Just just yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. And I'm I'm I, I have okay, so out of the people remaining I have Arizona winning uh, for the men's and for the women's. Uh, Honestly, I had South Carolina kind of going with this, but the way Stanford's been playing, Stanford has not missed. Like Stanford's coming here. Stanford beat Kansas 91 to 65. Like stamp now, all the number ones are destroying people. (laughs) Like Louisville beating Gonzaga, Louisville beating Albany, like, but I'm I, I going say Stanford. Shouts out to Tykira Carter. She definitely had Stanford, too. I'm going to go with Stanford. I think Stanford might win this for the women's side because they are beating people like they don't belong on the floor. Now, damn, they're playing Maryland. Ughh. And Maryland got a Diamond and, and Angel Reese and Ashley and stuff. They've been going crazy, too. Hmm. I'm going to go to Stanford, though. But if there is an upset to be had, it's going to be Maryland and Stanford. I'm going to. I'm putting that on. And watch out for that Indiana-UConn game. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Let's move forward. Shouts out to LeBron James. (laughs) Shouts out to LeBron James, man. We knew it was coming, and I don't don't hear me, don't hear my uh, voice and think it's like a nonchalant type thing, no. Shouts out to LeBron James for becoming the second all-time in scoring, only trailing, uh, well, passing Karl Malone, only trailing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You can say what you want. Uh, I'm not having that argument today, but I will say that LeBron James... We've never seen anything like LeBron James and I don't think we ever will. See anything like LeBron James. LeBron James is 37 years old, leading the league in points. I think he's scoring like 30 points a game. We just saw LeBron James dunk on Kevin Love the other night like like he dunked on uh like he like he dunked on Tim Duncan years ago when he was in Cleveland the first time. LeBron James was so high up in the air, his head, he he was eye level to the rim. LeBron, we have never and will never, in my opinion, see anything like LeBron James. So you can have debates on who's the greatest. People say LeBron, people say Magic Johnson, I mean Magic Michael Jordan, people say Kobe. I don't care. I'm not having that debate today about who I think the greatest is, but what I will say is We have never seen anything like LeBron James, and we will never see anything like LeBron James, and we need to marvel at this because this isn't natural, (laughs) what LeBron James is doing. This is not natural. Being 37, leading the league in scoring. Now, yes, the Lakers aren't good, but we're talking about LeBron. We're not talking about the Lakers. LeBron James is one of one. King James congratulations my guy for becoming second all-time in scoring and more than likely I think they said if he averages 25 points a game for the next 57 games he will be first so (laughs) be ready to talk about it when LeBron James is first all-time in scoring but right now congratulations for passing Karl Malone and becoming second all-time in scoring. Well-deserved, LeBron James will go down as one of, if not the greatest basketball player of all time, and rightfully so. So, shouts out to LeBron. And before we go, people have asked me my um, opinion on Leah Thomas. For people that don't know, Leah Thomas is a transgender woman that is swimming for for college and she is going crazy she is going crazy (laughs) like she is destroying people in this in 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 the water she is destroying them like it ain't close they're they're getting destroyed and people ask my opinion um First and foremost, I have no right, nobody has the right to tell anybody who to be or who to identify as or whatever. If you, because it ain't got nothing to do with them. It ain't got nothing to do with me. If, if you want to be a woman, but you're born a man, or if you want to be a man, but was born a woman, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Live your best life. Love your life, my G. Love your life. Wake up every day, and enjoy life. And enjoy life the best way that you can. And if the and if identifying yourself as whatever you identify yourself with, go right ahead. I'm not here to stop you, and I, I, I love you no way like I, I love you no less, no more. Do your thing. But with that being said, I do think that something has to be done. I'm not gonna say done, but I do think that we have to understand what we're looking at here. While yes, Leah Thomas um, is identifies as a woman, and it's but still, ha, you know, is, is still taking what estrogen. Shots or pills or whatever. That's still a dude at the end of the day. Going up against women. And we wonder why they're do- she She's dominating. You wonder. That's like. You remember a story a couple of years ago. I think it was in Jamaica or something. Or the Jamaican team. There was a transgender person. Or transgender woman. That was racing with the women and smoking them. It's like you have to understand what we're seeing here. And I'm all for women, man. I'm all for women. Do your thing, women. Women should get equal pay. Women should get be viewed equally than men or equally as men. But there's a reason why there's no man in the WNBA. There's no reason. Why there's not a woman, no, there's no reason why there's not a man in female hockey. Because they would destroy them. Now, I'm not saying, oh, man, you can't throw me in the WNBA and think I'm going to be LeBron James. It's not happening. I play basketball, and I'd be pretty good, but I wouldn't be no LeBron James. But there's a reason why Steph Curry can't play in the WNBA. There's a reason why Alice Oveshkin can't play in the Women's Hockey League. Because they dominate. And that's exactly what we're seeing. Yes, you can identify whatever you want to identify with. And I'm not going to look at you no type different because you're still a person. But what we're seeing is a person that identifies himself as a woman but still genetically a man destroying women in the water and while i don't i mean if that's the rule like if that's what you're gonna let happen let it happen i'm not saying don't but we have to identify and we have to to we we have to see what we're we have to recognize what we're seeing We're seeing a person that identifies as a woman. But still genetically a man. Destroying. People that are genetically women. And people are like. But no she identifies. Okay. Mike Tyson. Can identify as a woman. You think. Layla Ali. Stands any chance with Mike Tyson in the ring Back in the day when when they both were in their prime All I'm saying is this man I respect Leah Thomas for um, Living the life that she wants to live If you want to go swim and the rules permit you to do that, go right ahead. I give I'm sorry. If you want to swim with women because you identify yourself as a woman and, and the, the rules uh permit you to do that, go right ahead. I'm not judging. I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm not saying it's right, I'm not saying it's wrong. Cause that's the rules. But what I am doing is I'm 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 being quite honest and very realistic about what we're seeing. So when, you know, you got somebody like Leah Thomas breaking records left and right and destroying women left and right, people's like, oh, being transgender has nothing to do with that. Yeah, okay. 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 And there you have it. That's been today's episode of the Unpopular Podcast. I appreciate you guys. Um, If you want a popular podcast shirt, hoodie, long sleeve, sweater, uh, jogger, the link is in the description below. I have multiple different colors, multiple different designs. Whatever you're feeling that day, whatever color you're feeling, I got you. Click on the item. Click on the color. Click buy. It's coming straight to you. So I appreciate you guys. Also, please subscribe to whoever you're listening. Please subscribe to whoever you're watching. It definitely means a lot to me. If you can, share, leave a comment, uh like, uh I'm trying to get the algorithms going and the only way that we can do, I'm trying to get more people to experience and listen and watch the unpopular podcast. And I can't do this alone. I need you guys help. That's why I need more engagement. I need people sharing. I need people liking. I need people uh, commenting and having back and forth conversations, which, which I do under the videos and under, you know, uh, all the DSP. So I appreciate you guys. And, and, and I definitely appreciate all the support that I'm all the support that I've been getting and all the support that I will be getting. So I appreciate you guys. And until next time, much love. <music> <music> oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Got some troubles that these drugs can't fix. <laughs> we must struggle because life's fun, <laughs> bitch. And you happy when your ass get rich. money because I'm Got some troubles that these girls can't fix. We best get because my son, bitch. Make you happy when your ass get rich. No money, cause bitch. I just lost my house to the drought, ayy. Now I'm staying on my mama's couch, ayy. Tell me get a job or the bounce, ayy. Never pay that bill, I cop a ounce I could spend a 20 on the dub But I can't even spend it on some shit I really love I need some TLC, but bitches treat me like a scrub I gotta drive my mama car to pull up to the club Ain't nothing left to do, but now a nigga gotta hustle I got it out the mud and then I did it out the muscle Maneuver through the game, I put my niggas in the hub But now we all just running rounds and fitting pieces to the puzzle Why a nigga